quick random person I totally don't, don't know. What do you think Vince McMahon should do? Die. Correct. Okay, thank you. Hello everyone, LTG here, welcome back to another episode of my podcast. Uh, today I'm sitting on a hill, j- just finished watching Joker in the cinemas, next to one of my best IRL friends, just Tommy, well that's his YouTube name that he doesn't use anymore, it's just Tom, obviously because Tom, he is Tom. Say, say hello. Hello, Tom. He, no, I'm Tom. No, I'm Lou. What? Okay, this is already a disaster. Okay, so... <laughs> Welcome to the special episode of podcast on a hill. Okay. One second, guys. We will get right into a Joker review. So let's kick things off with a Joker review. Joker. Non-spoiler, obviously, because Non-spoiler. it's just it came out yesterday. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. In no, in time of recording, it came out yesterday. Yeah. But whenever he decides to release it, it could have been years, a week or two, a year. No, it's been a year. Yeah, Might been a probably a week, so... A century. What? Remember me for centuries. No. No. Sorry. Right. Joker review time. Non-spoiler. Yeah. Non-spoiler. Because uh, it came out yesterday. You that first. Okay, so my thoughts on the film. It was a very good, like, unique adaptation of, like, the Joker's origin story. It's not, like... It's not in any of the film's universes, obviously, because it's a different Joker. It, yeah. So, it's really cool. I love that. I love how we learn about him throughout the movie, and he learns about himself throughout the movie. Like, there's li- there's also little plot twists, which are very cool to look out for. I like the way it links it to a certain DC aspect. Is it DC? Yeah, yeah DC. DC. Aspects where they're, like, solely, like, not obviously linked in, where you're like, oh, yeah, I can obviously tell this bit's linked to something that happens in the future, but there's, like, subtle hints yeah. to what could have caused certain events. Yeah. Which made it quite epic. Even if I laughed through some bits I shouldn't have laughed through, because you're a madman. I'm essentially the Joker. You, you laugh at like the bits that make you shocked, don't you? It's like the thing. bits that will make someone shocked. I just laughed at because I like to laugh at thing. I like to laugh at people getting killed. Yeah, cause you're weird. <laughs> sounds a bit vicious, but Sid vicious. Yeah. But like literally, um, probably one of the best films I've ever seen in the cinemas. It was that good. I was left. Speak well, not necessarily speak us. Shocked, shocked. Yeah. Really breathtaking. Your breathtaking. My, my breath was taken away by Joker. Yeah, man. Oh. By by um, what's his name? Summit Phoenix. Jo- Joaquin. Joaquin. I think it's J O A Q U I. Joker Quinn. Joker Quinn. Harley Quinn. Call him Joker Quinn Phoenix. Yeah. So. Fitness. Fit. Uh, yeah, well, so changes just so it's good. Just very good film. Probably one of the best DC films, especially in a while, because DC films have sort of a tangent of being quite bad. Not bad, but per se, but bad for most people. Yeah. So that's our little short review for Joker. Obviously, this is not a superhero podcast. It's mainly a wrestling podcast. So that's why we're just going to be saying our predictions for Hell in a Cell. Okay, let's get started with that now. So. Hell in a Cell is this Sunday. We're recording this. It's Saturday. The the d- yeah, the day before. There's only four matches announced, right? And they probably uh, do filler matches or something like impromptu. Impromptu. They probably yeah. do. They might try the uh, United States and Intercontinental one. 
open I'm challenges. Go really like, like open challenges or something. They're like impromptu or maybe open, open challenge. Things. They don't like the tag division, so I wouldn't expect to see <laughs> no tag matches, especially women tag matches. Yeah. They're probably making impromptu. Knowing them, they're probably making impromptu 24/7 match. Which that'll be fun, actually. That probably will be fun. Yeah, imagine Hell in the Cell 24/7 oh, title match. That would be sick. <laughs> Hopefully, I just want something more substance because How? it's just why five four. It was three yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. Not four. However, since this week. It's the big WWE premiere week. Yeah. Fuck, are you ready? Are you ready? This is a pre- premiere of Raw, you know, they've done loads of them and never made a bit as big a fuss as it. Yeah. And there's been separate stages and everything to each and I've had to try to split them off into different brands. I'm expecting because it's a trying to split them off into different brands that they're not going to keep they're not going to just use an old set they'd use for it. Yeah. They'd probably keep it... The draft. ...different. Yeah. So, I'm at least expecting maybe a change, like, a custom Hell in the Cell set, which... That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Especially, like, the ones we fought, like, the last few Hell in the Cell sets before they moved into, um... The same set for everything, because they're boring. Boring, boys. But, yeah. So let's let's try to one-up AEW, man. Yeah, so let's get into the matches. Matches, matches even in four matches. Yeah. So, so we'll go top. Top. So, uh, by the way, this is on... This is, Do you want to go from bottom to top? Yeah, cause cause I think, yeah, that's, yeah, that's going to be the main event, isn't it? So, this is based on Wikipedia, bottom to top, because top is, like, probably going to be the main event, well, to be fair. Well, it'd probably be that one, then, that one. But we'll do so. We'll go three, four, two, one. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do the matches which we think are going to go in the order of running things. So you can start here. So the first match we think will go first. Even though it would make silly to see that the women's match, the SmackDown women's match, and then the Raw women's match would go back to back with each other. I do feel like they would probably the leave all, all the championship matches towards the end. Yeah. Whereas at first they will do like the normal tag match there. so first match we think is going to be on the card is Danny Ryan and Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan uh, Eric, uh, Eric Rowan and Luke Harper so do you want to go first with yours predictions yeah why not uh, I feel like because we saw them Smackdown last night for anyone who's not watched it yet spoilers spoilers after the uh, Rowan no yeah Rowan and Reigns match where, because it was a lumberjack match, so there's no disqualifications, which I feel they did that so they can incorporate um, Harper and Brian to uh, like interfere. As we saw at the end, there was seemingly a little alliance between them, which, personally, I feel, if they're shaking hands and, like, going to agree sitting on the same team, usually in WWE's eyes, if someone agrees this to not... Uh, duo bad and mess around and change teams and they're going to agree to to um, get along that usually is a sign of they're not going to get along in the podcast match so in my eyes it will be Rowan Harper beating Reigns and Brian with Brian at the end of the match turning on Roman or even middle of the match walking out of it yeah okay so my turn um Honestly, I don't feel like Ronan Harper should lose this early into their sort of big return. Like, especially after... 
Not return, but well, it's for Harper, but not for Rowan. But yeah. after his heel turn, not heel turn, because Brian was here. Heel, heel turn. Like Kevin Owens had done on Chris Jericho. Was like, yeah, heel, 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 heel. Heel, 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 heel. There was heel, heel on both of them. Yeah. So it's because Rowan beat Reigns. Did he beat him clean? Or did Harper Ro- interfere? What, last night? Clash of Champions. Not sure. I don't remember. Because I, I don't think I watched it. Yeah, I, didn't watch it. I only saw the results because of that one. I can't watch it live. I can't watch this one live either. Though. I can't watch it live, but I just didn't want to watch it because WWE is still producing not great content then. Not, yeah, the pay-per-views are alright. The pay-per-views are alright, it's just they, you don't, they don't really make it so you want to watch it. No. Only that I had fun. Only people who were like... Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so... So I don't think I think it's too early into their big push that they should lose, and they shouldn't get quote unquote buried, even though it won't be buried yeah. if they lose one match. But this is Harper's return proper match, I think, and I don't think he'll lose straight away. And uh, Rowan, I mean, I'm sort of glad Brian's a face because I feel like WWE needs some more big faces. Even though I prefer him as a heel, now that AJ Styles is heel, we need a couple we more need big to faces. Even it out. Yeah, even it out in the playfields. Uh, so I feel, that's why I, f- I agree with Tom. I agree with Reigns, not Reigns, Rowan and. Harper winning. I don't think that Brian and Reigns will have some heat, but then again, they might because just because the faces doesn't mean they have to get along, does it? Yeah. Same with heels, they don't have to get along. So. so, me and Tom are now going to move on to the women's championship matches for the SmackDown and Raw tag team tag t- women's championships titles. Yeah, Charlotte Flair versus Bailey. I feel like Bailey's going to retain because Charlotte she's had loads of reigns and obviously Bailey just turned heel. I feel that Bailey will retain as well because they're not not going to just change. Yes, she um, tapped out to the figure eight last night on SmackDown, yeah. but it was still. The feud's not had enough build, in my opinion, yeah. to actually warrant it being a match. They've probably only done this to fill as a filler match, like most of the matches. If they get any more announced, which yeah, probably all of are looking unlikely. So I feel like Bailey, she's going to continue a solid run, but I feel like Sasha will probably have an influence yeah, on true. the thing, on the uh, result. So then it's Sasha Banks versus the man, Becky Lynch. I feel like, I don't honestly know. I want Sasha Banks to win because she's just returned and obviously a new heel turn. And Becky Lynch, I feel like she's had a long reign and a good, validated reign. So that's why I'm picking Sasha Banks to win. I know they said Becky Lynch, but I feel like now that I've thought about it, the boss. Yeah. The boss. Ah, please don't. (laughs) I feel that, well, at least we don't actually have to hear the boss time tomorrow night because I will literally go insane. To be honest, for the be- uh, Becky Lynch and Sasha, I feel like Sasha will lose. No, Sasha will win. Oh. Be- Becky Lynch and Cena's this upcoming week is the draft starting Friday and then following Monday. I feel like they'll get Bailey to no get Sasha get I can't get the words out get Becky to lose so then she can like purposely draft over SmackDown and have a big really good hopefully a good big feud with. Um, Bailey, yeah. and maybe just send out the other way, and then they'll do like vice versa how it was when the first draft happened, where they it was who Charlotte was the big heel, big boy. Charlotte was the big heel, whereas Sasha was the he, um, big baby face at the time. But I feel like they'll do it the other way with Charlotte baby face, and then Sasha being the heel. So I feel like she could make a real good heel champion. Yeah. So, and also, the only thing bad about that is, even though I agree with it, they won't have the 
Boston Hall connection, but then again, they don't need to be together no. anymore, do they? So, the, f- the main event, or what we think is going to be the main event. Well, most likely there will be the main event. Yeah, Seth Rollins versus The Fiend Bray Wyatt. So, I, we got? I feel the Seth's reign, he's had a good year so far on Raw. Um, as Universal Champion, defeating Brock Lesnar twice, but I feel like they're over, t- like they're running it long with the rain, so they can give it to like with Bray Wyatt in his new gimmick, give it to someone who could dominate for a while, and it gives that, and it's still gonna keep the audience like intrigued because it's Bray Wyatt in the feed and they're very creepy, and they yeah. look like they're about to rape some you know, women. It looks like not that seen, analogy, not that. He looks like with his TV show that he wants to be like someone who, if you just saw his Bray Wyatt, he'd come across as a face. Yet as the Fiend, he'd come across as a heel. So in my opinion, I feel like again with Drac coming up, the Fiend Bray Wyatt will win, so we can have a long, good few um, reign as people will be down with that. And Seth will lose and pr- maybe get drafted over SmackDown and they yeah. have like to maybe turn here, either like maybe turn heel. And like, if he turns heel, he could like have a good few with Roman Reigns or someone. Yeah. So, um, my pick is the Fiend, Fiend Bray Wyatt. I feel like we've literally yeah. have the exact same picks. I feel like if the Fiend does it, he could maybe insert into a freeway for the WWE Championship with like Brock Lesnar, potentially Kane Velasquez, Velasquez because he according. To reports, he's not officially signed a WWE contract, yeah. and because he has been also in charge for AEW, so we never know. Unless they could have it as Brock and Seth, or they could have it Brock, Seth, and Kane Velasquez. Okay, so the Fiend Bray Wyatt, my pick, as I just said. So um, I feel like the Fiend, as I said, for uh, Rowan and Harper, too early into the big push to lose, really. And I don't know why the I don't know why they're putting the title on him this early. I feel like this, that's too early that, as well. Yes, it's too early, but. Better he's than had, losing. He's only had like two, no, two, one, or is it one match? Versus uh, Finn Balor, and he didn't have a dark match. But that he's was, had a dark match against Seth where Seth won, but that was really like, random. It was random and no one saw it, so no one actually knows he might have existed. So yeah. he's only he's only had one match, and he's not really proven himself because it's Finn Balor. But for all we he know, he squashed Finn Balor. Could squash. Because squash Seth Rollins in Hell yeah. in a Cell and then send him back to NXT. Cause As you do. Everyone he faces goes down to NXT. So, um, yeah, I can't really agree with Tom anymore. So, that happened. And, um, so, I mean, again, as I said, it's, I feel that's too early, but it's better than having Seth Rollins beat yeah. The Fiend because I'll destroy that'll his reputation, his, his, mo- his mojo. <laughs> I was going to say Momentum. Mojo Rawley. I was going to say Momentum, but it came out as moment, mo- Momentum. This is my moment. Um, so, no one will survive. So, yeah, it was really cool. Uh, crap, I was going to say now. Uh, I'll finish this later because me and Tom need to go now, and obviously I'll get home and I'll call my opinions and what and ne- what's and maybe so. Maybe on your next. opinions for the future matches that could be added, but probably won't because it's WWE and they want to give us stupid content. Yeah, subscribe to the WWE Network, only 9 a month, let's go. So yeah, guys, yeah, man. So I'll see you back at my place, where it's just going to be me, except for Tom, back at my crib. So without Tom... Okay, so let's go to the next segment, Luke, you
So, I've ditched the hill and I've ditched Tom. I'm now back at my house for sort of the second part of the podcast. We were sort of rushing to the train, so sorry that the hill bit got cut off a bit short. I'm going to continue my prediction for the main event, or what I think will be the main event. So, um, I think the Fiends are winning, but I, I have a problem with them being in a universal title match this early. Steph Rollins had a good year. Of course, this reign has been shorter than this reign. I mean, he's had a good year overall, but feuding with Baron Corbin was pretty bad. Like, I love this for one pay-per-view, but I don't think they should have done that for three pay-per-views. It was sort of good how they incorporated rather with Becky Lynch in, but I didn't really like that they sort of did a storyline between them two. Like, we know that the dating don't need to shove it down our throats. Luckily, that's toned down quite a lot now. Uh, at least, I think it has. Then, um, yeah, I feel like the Fiend's going to win, or Seth Rollins might win by DQ. That's what a lot of people are saying, but if it's just normal one-on-one match, the Fiend has to win, obviously, because it, it, it would ruin his momentum. But then, again, if it's a DQ, that'd be quite... That'd be a way to get around it, but I don't know why they put themselves into this sticky position in the first place. Now, let me just double-check on Wikipedia to see if there's been any more added matches. And if there has, that's funny. Just want to get Tom's point of view. Nope, still far. So that's really frustrating. There's going to be loads of impromptu work on challenges, matches. By the way, I'm recording this on Sunday morning. Well, 1pm, but morning compared to American time. So... I'm guessing either it's not going to be a really short show or just loads of impromptu or open challenge matches. I made a joke where it was like, recently WWE have been putting way too many matches on the pay-per-view. Now they're, now they're paying the price by just having four. <laughs> but I mean, like we wanted less matches on the card. We didn't want this much less. We want someone to watch. It's just really, really stupid. Do you know what I mean? I don't know how to describe it other than really, really stupid. So, you know. So. Uh, uh, so now let's talk about Raw Smackdown, the debut week, or is it the new season? I don't know. Premiere week. So, Raw and SmackDown got two new fresh stages, which I thought was really nice. Raw, to me, looks like Tony Hawk Pro Skater. But, I mean, at least it's better than the old one, and I get more arena designs. Obviously, we won't get arena designs in 2K20, the video game, because, obviously, the game's full version's been out for quite a while, probably. They've just released a gameplay trailer, which, obviously, no one expects them to do. Unless you really don't, because why would that add it in the last minute? Maybe DLC, but... You, you never know. You can't just say the let it in. And then for the SmackDown one, I I prefer the SmackDown one to the Raw one. Uh, my friend said, I don't watch New Japan, so I don't know, but he said it has a New Japan sort of feel to it. And I feel like you'll be able to make that one in 2K. I know for a fact you won't be able to make the um, the Raw one without mods, which is a bit stupid, but, you know, 2K can't predict the future. They're not the Simpsons. So, uh, and SmackDown, that's it's, it's been one of the best SmackDowns in a while. It nearly got 4 million viewers, which is really good for WWE nowadays. Like, really, really good. I don't, I think it'd be what, what I probably did. Okay, so it's debut on Fox Sports. 
The Rock uh, came back for a segment, a uh, really funny segment with Baron Corbin and Becky Lynch. And the whole show was quite good. Like The only thing that I didn't really like was how the squash Kofi Kingston and Brock Lesnar became the new WWE champion. But then again, what other way could they do with that? There was only like nine minutes left of the, of the show. So they sort of had to squash him. Unless they like got rid of one of the earlier matches so this one had more time. Maybe we could have a rematch down the line. But but honestly, there's no other way they could do that because they needed to have that Kane person come in, UFC fighter, scare scare Brock to death, and then obviously Brock needs to win and it needed it, you know, needed that star power. I don't know who Kane is, but but to be fair, I thought it was Dominic. I thought he shaved his head bald for a bit, and then when I when the camera like went close to him, I was like, oh, never mind. But really good show. And now, because I'm in the UK, I can actually watch it live now because it's Fridays and, you know, nothing to do in the morning on Saturdays. So I'm just glad that it's on Friday. Only thing that always may, it'll probably, like, it'll probably stop. Uh, but, like, every time I load up, every every Tuesday morning, well, Wednesday morning, I load up clips for Smackdown Live. And I, I did it this week, even though I knew it moved to Fridays, so that's probably going to mess me up. I feel like, well, isn't 205 Live being cancelled, even though they announced that it would be on Friday, and then they never had one this Friday, which is sort of a BS thing to do. But then again, I'm guessing they're trying to in, 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 uh, intertwine it with NXT, which I think that'd be a good idea. They should have done that from the start, to be honest. But they can't just advertise something and then just not have it. So that's pretty sketchy, if I'm going to be honest. Uh, then, um, yeah, really sketchy, that. Maybe they, I think they should have left 205 Live on Tuesdays, just because. Then we have every a show for every day of the week. Oh, my God, are you excited, guys? Because NXT UK moved to Thursdays, if you didn't not, not, not know. NXT TakeOver still Saturday, and, you know. But where's, I'm guessing the Hall of Fame is going to be, like, on a Thursday from now on, because, obviously, NXT UK, that's UK time, so they won't need... Because they don't have an American slot for Thursday still, so I'm guessing that's when Hall of Fame is. Unless they're going to like cancel the Hall of Fame after what happened with Bret Hart this year's. But I highly doubt that. But then again, they're running out of names to put in the Hall of Fame. But there is still some big names like the British Bulldog. I just want them to do a WrestleMania in the UK so I can go to it and for British Bulldog to be the headliner. But if they leave it for too long, it just won't make any sense and no one will know who British Bulldog is. I only know him because of the 2K video games, to be fair. Honest. Then, the only thing that was very sketchy about the SmackDown show was that it advertised that Undertaker, Sting and Stone Cold, they never showed up, and they even sold shirts to the venue advertising it. And people are arguing, oh, card subject to change, well, you can't just, like, advertise someone. And then all three of them, obviously all three of them didn't cancel, they just wanted some people... Uh, luckily, The Rock were there, though, but still, you can't advertise for people, then them not show up. And, like, it just doesn't make any sense. It's like if WWE just announced on their Twitter that CM Punk were returning, then he never did. I know that there's rumours about him returning as a commentator or something, but you can't say something's happening when it doesn't. Do you get what I mean? So, I said I was going through the next episode about remembering WCPW, I never did. I don't know if I'm ever going to do that. Uh, but if you want me to do that, I'll just tell you my favourite 
WCPW wrestlers now randomly. Uh, Joe Hendry, El Legaro, Martin Kirby, Joseph Connors, Days Clubs for the OGs, uh, Prince Amin, Gabriel Kidd. Amir Jordan was even on there for a bit. So Days Clubs for the OGs, really. So yeah, if you did not know, Luke Harper returned in Clash of Champions. I don't think I ever mentioned that. I'm going to try and get more like, uh, going to try and get more into the, what do you call it, into the predictions, because I feel like I can, I need to do this podcast a bit more, especially with the predictions. Predictions. So guys, if you do want to watch Kobe Kingston versus Brock Lesnar a full match, look at the Beast in the East. Because that's got a full match of it, which is really random to be fair, but you never know. So I think that's it for today's video podcasting. While well, I say video, this is audio format. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode, special one-off episode with Tom for a bit of it, then with me for most of it. Honestly, what they could just add like an open challenge match. I don't care. Maybe they should do like an NXT showcase for this pay per view if they're not going to have. They may not to people. Because there's some people who really need exposure. That need to be in. Maybe not on the main roster yet, but need to have a big audience. Especially NXT, because that's on the USA now. And they need to bring in viewership from. from like AEW. And by the way, people are saying that AEW destroyed NXT in the ratings. Well, yeah, obviously it's the debut show of AEW. Why, why wouldn't they? But I have to say, NXT knocked it out of the park this week with Tommaso Ciampa and Finn Balor returning down to NXT, which was frankly awesome. Gotta be honest, I didn't watch AEW, as I've said on this podcast before. I'm not the biggest fan of AEW anymore, just because of the Twitter stands and how they tweet people. WWE put out a really nice segment, not segment, statement to AEW congratulating them. And like, like a Chris Jericho. He just insulted them. I get that. I get that he's a heel, but he should really respect his former employees when they're being respectful to him and his company. I know it's not his company, but I mean him and the company that employs him. Again, I know that he's probably playing a heel character, but still, it's just being rude and disrespectful for no reason. It ain't funny or anything. I mean, Randy Orton's a heel, and you see him doing that sort of stuff. And his his type of heel would probably do that because it's vicious and he don't really care. But he just posts random pictures on Twitter about him kissing John Cena. You know what I mean? Because Randy's awesome. By the way, go follow Randy on Twitter. He's the funniest guy ever, I swear. So yeah, again, that'll do it for this podcast episode. Going to a bit of a rant there before the outro. Subscribe to my channel, LTG, where I make custom Titantron entrance videos. Follow my Twitter, at UndisputedLTG, where I probably get into an argument every day. Over nothing because Twitter people are stupid and toxic, which I think I'm included in that to be honest. But literally, I could I could write a statement, and then I could get into a heated argument, and it's really stupid. I only have Twitter for fun, and yeah. The other good example of this is Wrestle Features, who's a really good Twitter account, probably one of the nicest Twitter accounts out there. Like he's the least toxic of wrestling Twitter. If you if you don't if you don't follow a wrestling Twitter, it's probably the most toxic place in wrestling, like social media in general. Anyway, so he tweeted out what a face Brandy Rhodes, because I forgot what she said. Like she had ethnic points, something like that, and I don't know what that means. So I don't really know what's wrong with it. But he called her out for it, and then 
she quoted her tweet, quoted his tweet or her tweet. I think it's a he. And basically, all of her the AEW stands have started attacking him, or her, which is stupid because if you're posting an opinion, right? Now, if you see someone post an opinion that count as yours, you wouldn't quote tweet it if you are a person of big influence. Because AEW know how toxic their fans are and stands are because. It's obvious. Still, go literally look at all the players on the Twitter thing. You don't need to look at all of them. Just look down, and you'll see it. So it's a bit stupid. I'm not saying WWE. There's no WWE fans that are like this. There probably is. It's just there's loads more AEW ones, and they shine out. They're like, I don't know. At least I haven't encountered any WWE ones as of late. Because AEW stands are just so childish, immature. It's so insane. What was I saying? Anyway, so she quote tweeted it. A person of big influence shouldn't quote tweet an argument that's countering yours because then the fans will attack them and they won't even submit a counter argument. They'll just tell her to go kill themselves, which actually happened. And they made him shut down his Twitter and go private for a couple of days, which I haven't been told that much hurtful stuff online, but it surely hurt. It's like if you say to yourself, like, you're ugly, you'd start to believe it. Like, some people are absolutely stupid for no reason. They just want to be stupid just so they feel bigger about themselves when they're not. They're just assholes. I'm being frank, man. It's true. It's damn true. And, yeah, I don't know what else to say, really. Oh, yeah, someone argued, was it arguing with me about, about it, saying that, well, it's their fault tweeting in the first place. Tweet was a public platform. I, I know, but people need to be careful. Like, you just tweet his opinion, which there's nothing wrong with tweeting your opinion. But apparently on Twitter it is. Again, bye, I'm going to end this before it's too late. Peace out, dog.